0: hey tens it's emma in editing just a reminder that this episode is actually a part two to last week's episode on romcoms, part one so if you haven't listened to that you should probably go and listen to it i'm not your boss so i like can't tell you what to do but it's
1: probably for the best okay love you bye ah please do come in you are most graciously welcome to Tens on Tens, a girl talk comedy podcast in which two tens make top ten lists about whatever they choose and shoot the shit, as it were. So procure the libation of your choice and, pardon my candor, sit down, shut up, and listen. Here are your hosts, the debutantes of debauchery, the queens of crass, the mistresses of muck rockery, Emma and Lo.
0: All right. Okay. So um, technical difficulties aside, we figured it out. We're back. Hi. There was no pause for you guys, but for us.
2: Hot girls have technical difficulties. Yeah.
0: Hot girls have (laughs) stomach problems and audio issues. Um, But you know what? Smart girls solve the problem. So we're the best of both worlds. So um, we're just going to keep going, I guess. Whatever. Fuck it. It's Lex's turn, I believe.
2: Yes, it is. All right. So this movie, I know you love. So you mm. definitely have something to say about this movie. This is oh, another movie that definitely, although it's not your traditional rom-com, it definitely has a story that involves a lot of romances. This one I'm stretching a little bit, but I want to talk
0: about Bridesmaids today. Oh, yeah. I, knew I thought about this one, too. This is a good one, for sure. Okay, that
2: makes me feel better, because this one is probably... Mm, it leans more comedy, but anyways, let's get into it, shall we? So yes. the plot centers around... Annie, who suffers a series of misfortunes after being asked to serve as maid of honor for her best friend Lillian. Now, like we said earlier in this episode, if there's one thing I love in a movie, it's a coming-of-age movie. And I think that Bridesmaids is a coming of age for a young adult woman. And we just don't see that very much. We get we get your traditional eighteen-year-old going off to college and trying to, you know, decide who they are and what kind of a life they're gonna have, but the decisions you make in your early 20s are arguably more important than when you're 18 as far as setting up the life you're going to live, the type of person you're going to be. Um, Your relationships are far more important. They have the potential to be your last relationship. Oh yeah. Um, And I just find this movie to be just such a good, just a good portrayal of not only like women, uh, just like friendship, but also, like I said, a woman who's just kind of struggling building the life that she so desperately wants for herself
0: oh yeah no i totally agree and this is why i say stuff about like shows like euphoria i'm like you could have easily made this about like college students or 20 somethings and it would it mm-hmm. still made sense but go off i guess i guess you want to watch 16 year olds have sex but mm, what do i know yeah. anyway um yeah so i totally agree i think we we watched this movie recently together right no oh yeah we did we, we went to well. hollywood last summer yep. and we watched it in the hotel room with your mom yep. <laughs> you know, girl bonding. Yeah, right.
2: that's the land of Dolly Parton watching Bridesmaids. It's absolutely perfect. She would be proud.
0: Oh, poor you. You were sick as a dog, though. I was so sick. Oh, my, oh my gosh.
2: Harold, if you're listening, I'm still mad that you got me sick during Dollywood.
0: Yeah, you bitch. Anyway, um, I totally agree. And I think that while it is a movie that's themed around a wedding it's not necessarily focused on romance it's more focused on like female friendships but you know what that's really inventive and cool because almost every movie about a woman has weddings involved in some way because that's all we're told to aspire to so i love this concept of taking this trope and then completely just tearing it down to what really matters because weddings are stressful and the people that get you through them are like your girlfriends because they're there they're helping you figure it all out and um i think it's especially an interesting topic to think about like you know your friends from childhood versus like your college friends and your high school friends luckily for me uh you are my childhood friend hi- <laughs> high school and college friend, so it's oh, pretty easy it. mm-hmm. and i don't have sisters so like your your maid of honor spot is locked in bitch uh sorry um thank you i've been training for this my entire life (laughs) yeah i uh i do really like that movie and you know i i do love about that movie is um our boy daddy john ham is in it too he's another hottie that's a great comedic actor
2: also top gun maverick yeah (laughs) speaking
0: of dude i yeah, I saw, okay, when I was in the theaters, we're gonna talk about Top Gun again. Um, when I was like, not excited to watch it, I saw his name pop up and I was like, I'm interested. And then after that, it was like, music by Lady Gaga and Hans Zimmer. And I was like, okay, I'm locked in.
2: <laughs> Pardon? Pardon?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm ready now. But yeah, d- uh, Daddy John Ham, I call him that because that's the only man, like she said, she'll ever call daddy and I- Ever, I- I- and I'll do it again. And I'll do it again.
2: <laughs> do it again? <laughs> <laughs> i love when the he plays- daddy John ham was in top gun
0: yes he was Man. and he was he was playing a villain i love when he plays the villain he's a really good anti-hero and he uh-huh. is like the like fuck boy in bridesmaids uh and i love that. i do love that um but yeah oh. a great pick
2: what else do i have to say about bridesmaids i also think um obviously much of these rom-coms always have the best friend who's just always by the protagonist's side and it's just like unwavering friendship like almost blindly just i'm your friend and i love you for who you are and i'm gonna love you through all your antics and this is a story where it's like hey you're being a pretty shitty friend and we are you know like done <laughs> it's you know it's it's yeah. just it's a lot about uh what it is to be a good friend and how to be there for someone who's having a hard time or how to be even more importantly how to still be a good friend when you yourself are having or going through something so
0: yeah absolutely and i can honestly thank this movie that this movie and pitch perfect were two of the movies that really made it obvious that women can be like front runners in comedy you just have to give them a fucking chance god damn yeah. it yeah. like this movie is often called like the male uh what oh what's the fucking hangover but the hangover is not good <laughs> no, I, I would say this movie has so much more heart The the hangover yes. has zero actual
2: heart and depth to it
0: yes
1: like oh my God.
2: Shock value and uh yeah like it the the comedy is is in how shocking it is Whereas bride bridesmaids has so much heart to it it really has uh, a it's, lot more to it.
0: Yeah, it's and it's smart, like about how it does Very it, and, and and that's you know not saying all the jokes are like super witty. There's literally a joke about shitting your pants, but like, poop, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like it's funny, and it it, it kind of lets women go out of the box of what they're allowed to do in movie, like how many movies have you seen where a bride shits her pants? <laughs> like how many? I want to know not many, but I'm sure you've seen lots of movies where men get hung over in, in Vegas, like that's common, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I really think people need to think about it more than just like the female version of blah, blah, blah. No, it's just its own thing. And it's it was its own great. thing. It's, yeah. it's,
2: it's very original. And I would, that this isn't a movie that has um, been done before, or I think that uh, has been replicated since.
0: Yeah, and oh my god, what a fucking cast. Kristen Wig, Maya Rudolph, like they're phenomenal. And then um Melissa McCarthy, who has always been a fucking like a tank of just energy and like she she fucking nails everything she's in. Um and that goes all the way back to her Gilmore girls day. She's the most stable character on that fucking <laughs> show. She's amazing. And I, I always love that. that like as a plus size woman that she her movies were never really about her being fat. I love that. She's just fat. (laughs) Good for her. That's amazing. And that was one of them for sure. Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, and her character in that movie is that she knows she's undeniably the hottest bitch in the room at all times. And period,
0: period. Period. (laughs) Yes, no, she's great. And I I love everything about it. Good pick. Good pick, Lex. I I would I would
2: appreciate that one.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's like, it's just the emphasis on like, sometimes friendship, love is more important <laughs> like, mm-hmm. not all the times but you know it's you got to have it and so maybe it's not romantic love but it's definitely like a pillar you yeah, you gotta have for sure okay
2: text your friends guys tell them you love them
0: yeah seriously also um shout out to the app cappuccino our group chat downloaded it recently it's so fun mm-hmm. you you record like a little mini message to your friends every day and then at the end it smashes them all together like a little podcast for made just for you. I love it. I do it with all my friend <laughs> <laughs> um, groups.
2: I've been loving it
0: too. Okay. So moving on, because let's see. You know we've got we've got a pretty uh, good amount of time going here, but I think, you know it's okay we love a little longer episode okay number three this is so funny when we had our little technical difficulties and we had to like stop the recording we took a like five minute break and ethan came in to grab his stuff and i was like hey what's your favorite rom-com and he said this one so (laughs) i i was like perfect timing okay so it is uh the princess bride which
2: (laughs) i knew this was yep i knew this would be on your list yeah
0: Mm -hmm. i love this movie okay so Um, my parents were divorced, right? And, um, when I was little and I would go stay with my mom, I would stay up really late watching TV because she didn't, she wasn't as strict as my dad. And, um, I had this movie on VHS. I also had Barbie and the Nutcracker and the Little Mermaid 2 in Spanish. And I only watched those three movies. (laughs) Why? Who knows? Anyway, um, (laughs) the Princess Bride was one of them and I think this movie has everything you could possibly want in a movie like excellent directorial like cinematography we've got a great cast the humor is on point like the heart the love the everything it's phenomenal and I will tell you this I didn't intend for this to happen but it did my boyfriend looks just (laughs) like Wesley
2: (laughs) I'm I'm, again I'm so glad that you brought this up because I was going to say if Emma loves anything in this world. It is a good costume. I mean, someone who has fully dedicated themselves to this. Yes. And uh, I do know that you have been gunning for the Princess Bride duo yes, for and
0: Halloween. A while, I know it's gonna happen. Because every time we go anywhere, someone's like, you look like Carrie Elwes. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 um, <Thus. laughs> and then, Carrie- it, then an idea was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, so the 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 chemistry that Carrie Elway's and Robin Wright have is phenomenal. I think it's like it sets the the pace for what rom com chemistry should be because it's really uncomparable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's phenomenal, and and just like Penelope, this is a really good example of like a whimsical, fantastical kind of movie that also incorporates elements of comedy. And the way they do it is is so iconic. Oh my god, um, I I don't think there's a more quotable movie. I really don't. No. maybe like talladega nights
1: <laughs> but this I one
2: think this, this movie it takes the princess tower you know setting but it makes it something that men are into as well you know it's just a lot more emphasis on the comedy and the script but we're going to keep that classic fairy tale princess uh you know castle yeah. setting and it
0: works i mean it's something so simple but it hasn't been done a whole lot and they just do it so well and it's aged fantastically. You watch it now and it was like, it was made the other day. Mandy Patinkin is a comedic genius. And um, Andre the Giant, RIP, rest in peace, was oh. so good in this movie too. Um, Billy Crystal, like, oh my God, right? There's just like a stacked cast. And the people that need to be funny were funny. The people that need to be sexy were sexy. And it just it just gave what it was supposed to be giving. You know okay. what I mean?
2: Now, who plays the medicine man in that movie? I have to know.
0: I thought it was Billy Crystal.
2: I just like myself, man, I should have known because that man, I-, I can't even tell you how funny I find that man still to this day. I know what he's going to say. I know what he's going to say. And I laugh every time.
0: You were thirsting for him in the group chat the other day. You said he was sexy and I want to hear an explanation. perhaps we
2: will get to one of his later movies at some point in time okay
0: noted noted all right um yeah no he i okay the other people the other person that's in this movie that plays his wife is actually the woman that plays lillian in the kimmy schmidt show um which i don't know her name fucking what but she's so funny too (laughs) um and if you haven't seen kimmy schmidt that's a great show fucking so funny and there are like little things in that show that make me just holler laughing when i think about them and like I, TFA is not even my favorite person, but some some of the jokes she writes, I'm like, that's fucking hilarious.
2: There's a lot of humor in not addressing something so ridiculous and wild. I know. In that movie, just every time, just bo- like, are we going to mention this? Are we going to spend some time talking about why you're all suddenly paper mache faces? No. Okay, that's fine.
0: Okay. Fine. Yeah, I love that.
2: Now? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> and
0: then- but yeah, when she's in um uh, The Princess Bride, she's just so funny. She plays a really good, like, angry witch type, and I love that. Um, but yeah, no, I could literally talk about this forever. And uh, Halloween costume inco- incoming, all right? Maybe not this year, but it's Excuse. coming. All right? Oh,
2: I can't wait to see it. I can't wait.
0: You you right. want a chubby buttercup in your life, baby. I know it.
2: <laughs> so we are now officially in the top three. Ooh my list top three Mm -hmm. now this first one stars an snl man funny enough it's not anyway not the uh the protagonist in this movie though but father of the bride is my number three pick oh yeah yeah. Father of the Bride, which stars Steve Martin, plays Mm -hmm. George, who is a lovable family man and the CEO of his own shoemaking company. And he is surprised when his daughter returns from a trip abroad with a fiancé. So, again, it's definitely a little bit closer to comedy, but it centers around a wedding. It centers around the relationship his daughter has with this man he knows absolutely nothing about. Man, I love this movie. I have so much to say about this movie. I think this movie really portrays just like a classic American family who all just love each other better than any other movie on this list. But ultimately, it's a story about a father learning to let his daughter go and be her own person and to grow up and just the pain and you know the tribulations of trials and letting him do that and it's also a story about this daughter now coming into a new chapter of her life of uh being a wife having a family of her own and uh that's something every single daughter and father can relate to so i think that that's part of the huge success that this movie had
0: Oh yeah, fuck me up. I love a daughter father daughter movie. That's true. I, yeah, I was like any kind
2: of sweet <laughs> parents and yeah, daughter relationship movie we love.
0: Immediate <laughs> tears. You know what really she Like I I Like I've actually never seen Father of the Bride. Uh I knew it would fuck oh. me up too much. Uh yeah, yeah pro- probably. <laughs> uh I'm a big daddy's girl, it's no secret. Yeah. But um yeah, you know what movie really fucked me up like <laughs> that? Was Coco. <laughs> Oh my God. I was <laughs> inconsolable for hours.
2: <laughs> it's really, so, when I, uh, when I left Bolivia, one of my good friends who was doing the same program as me, um, she was also working with children uh, at the job that she was at. And when she left, all the kids learned all the words to remember me and saying it to her. And she has a little recording of it
0: sobs,
1: sobs. Sob. <laughs>
2: immediately oh Absolutely my god sobbing.
0: that shit fucks me up no I, even if it's like a comedy and it's supposed to be funny or like for kids or something give me one one tender moment i can't i can't oh, do this it
2: is a, this is two hours of tender moments i mean it's just such a good story it's definitely one i think you should watch sometime even better yeah you should watch it with chris o'brien
0: you oh you think it. you think i'm bad <laughs> you think I'm bad about the crying during movies oh my gosh it would be too much for him
2: um what else about this movie so much of what makes this movie funny is um Martin Shorts is actually in this movie and he plays this like really zany wacky wedding planner named Franck who again when I was doing some research was actually based on a real life wedding planner to the stars back in the day this big Hollywood genius and a lot of the humor is like he's eastern european but we don't know where he has this funny accent but we don't know what it is oh (laughs) my god it's just he's such a funny presence and he brings so much to that movie and uh a lot of like the comedy is from this dad trying to let go when it comes to planning this wedding a little bit and he's working with this wedding planner that he doesn't understand half the time but his wife and his daughter understand him perfectly i mean it's just he also brings just so much fun to this movie. Martin Short cool. is He's amazing. a real
0: wedding planner. I had no idea. I mean, Martin Short's hilarious. He's one of those people that has, like, excellent comedic timing. Um, though I do find it a little hard to believe that a dad would be so involved in wedding planning. Because <laughs> um, I went to a wedding, like, not even very long ago and the father of the groom was like hey you guys want to take a shot like hey shots hey who's not drunk shots and i was like it's on me probably (laughs) i'm paying (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean like even at the rehearsal dinner he's like did you guys did you have enough wine hey so like that's kind of the vibe i get but you know what Mm -hmm. i love i love an involved father we love we love when they take on those responsibilities babe yes Mm -hmm. get involved with that planning
2: favorite movies of just all movies that I've watched is, uh, like I said before, he's the CEO of his own shoemaking company. And they're supposed to be from this small town in California and he makes, uh, anyway, he's got this small company that makes shoes and uh, he makes his daughter like her very own special edition, like little white wedding shoes, which, you know, in reality, I don't love a tennis shoe wedding moment, but the fact that it was a a gift that her father had thought of himself, and he's the one who made them, and it was special for her
0: wedding day, it was yeah. just tears, immediate yeah. tears. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, are we ready for number two? Yes, from me. Okay, here's another one. I don't know if you know. It is a British, uh, British movie, and it's called uh, The Decoy Bride, starring David Tennant. <laughs> You know,
2: I was wondering when this was going to pop up on your list. I <laughs> really didn't know that
0: this movie was that high on your list. Oh, I think this is the perfect romantic comedy, and I'm not even joking. Um, and I didn't even think about it at first. I and I was texting like, Megan. I was like, "We have a lot of overlaps." So and she's like, "You don't have the decoy bride on here." And I was like, "I don't <laughs> have the decoy bride on here." <laughs> oh my god and because you know what it was another one of my ipod nano movies goddamn i had a lot of those evidently um <laughs> uh, but yeah so first of all it's no joke like it's no secret no joke to anybody that i have a huge fucking crush on david Tennant, and that was Absolutely. a lot mm-hmm. of a holdover from my like doctor who dweeb days <laughs> um he looks like a rat and i will admit that to you but he also looks like a sexy rat
2: so. we've talked about this phenomenon like i don't even know how many times in our friendship we've talked about the Tennant conundrum because yeah. i just do not understand it and i've had to just make peace that it was a right place at the right time thing because i was not a tenant girl when he was doing his doctor who days yeah and i just i don't get it i don't understand but i was i was not a part of the tenant tenant craze
0: yeah you know. i get it um okay it's honestly it's because the character he played on doctor who was so fucking charming um and i was at peak hormone level when that shit was in my life um, and I was so into like his, the ships on Doctor Who. God damn, I was such a nerd. Anyway, um, yeah, David Tennant. It's like you know how people are really into Adam Driver and like people that yeah. aren't like tradi- like Paul Danos of the Not world,
2: traditionally handsome. Yeah,
0: yeah, but that means it's like oh, I could I could get with him, like he's in my league, kind of thing. And I think it also just it's like a personality thing. Like David Tennant is a very genuinely like sweet, smart, kind person, and he is so talented the range is bonkers okay <laughs> um hello if you haven't seen good omens he plays like a demon in that and that's really good that's a good good one and john ham is also in that he plays an angel oh
2: also so, is he not is he an author in this movie Does yeah so in in yeah. the
0: decoy bride he plays a Um, like a really famous author who is getting married to a famous actress and every time they go to get married the paparazzi like fucks their shit up and so they decide to go get married in this really 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 remote scottish island um and he ends up falling in love with one of the girls that works at the island and realizing that he he doesn't actually want to be married to his actress um wife or fiance and it's just like so simple simple concept very extremely charming um and the the woman that pays plays the lead Oh god what's her name i can't remember katie mcleod i I think is it she is in a lot of stuff she's the voice of merida in brave she's in harry potter she plays the gray lady she's like in everything if you need a scottish woman she's probably in it it's your girl (laughs) yeah um and so they have really excellent chemistry too and it's like like I, i can't even talk about this movie because everything about it is perfect the casting's perfect the the script is is charming like the characters are wonderful the actors are fantastic and it's just like it's just a feel-good film yep and I makes me feel great every time I watch it you have to see it I do wish that
2: author and famous celebrity couplings or pairings happen more often it does
0: not happen as much as it should well, it didn't happen on this movie either. <laughs> well, if you want to see a
2: movie where that does happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. But it's also another movie about coming to terms with, like, not, you know, what you actually want, what's actually good for you. And, you know, these people don't actually, they don't actually get together, like, right away. Um, there's there's time involved and there's a buildup and it's them realizing, like, Oh, this person makes me happy, and I don't need to worry about what other people think or what I am supposed to do. And it's so it's a movie about learning about yourself, which ends up being the best kind of romantic movies. Surprise! Um, yeah, I love that. And then, <laughs> and then, like I think there's the character of her mother who plays like a, a woman in a uh, wheelchair, and like the actress is like, "Oh my God, you're the woman who inspired the book my fiance wrote," and she's like, "Sure, uh, okay." <laughs> and it's so funny whatever you need me to be yeah it's oh god everything about it really please watch it and I David Tennant I don't know how he does it but the movies he's in are always so interesting so funny another movie that he did was like our fa- what we did in our family vacation which sounds like a stupid movie but it's the funniest fucking concept of a movie it's like kids go out to the beach with their grandpa and their grandpa dies so they decided to give him a Viking funeral. <laughs>
2: Dude, this literally sounds like goosebumps. What?
0: Oh my god, no, but it's, but it's hilarious. <laughs> David Tennant and Billy Connolly are in it. I watched it with my mom as like we were just gonna t- like turn it on and play like whatever, but we were like, oh my god, this is the best movie of all time. <laughs> so, all of his like feel good movies are, are great. Highly recommend watching them. Uh, I'll
2: have to revisit that one because that's one that I have not watched in a long time. Oh, it's yeah,
1: been-
2: yeah, no, I love it. All right, so for my number two.
0: Can I guess? Yeah. My I big factory. Actually, don't what? know if
2: you've seen it. No. Mm-mm. Oh. Not for my okay. number two, you may have guessed my number one, but for my, <laughs> number, two. <laughs> but <laughs>
0: for my number two, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it again. Um, okay, again. You might be surprised by this one. But if you can carrying that attention the Yes. So, so it is When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> it is when Harry Met Sally. <laughs> oh it
2: has God. a coveted pinned movie spot on my letterbox because it just absolutely blew me away when I watched it. So I watched this movie when I was younger, you know, probably in high school, and I thought nothing of it. Yeah. I watched it again when I was older, and I felt everything. I laughed. I cried. I felt all the emotions while watching this. So. And When Harry Met Sally is the story of, obviously, Harry and Sally, who meet when they are first. They share a car on the way to New York City. They are moving out of their college towns. They're going to go build their lives in the big city. And that's how they meet each other. And it's just a story that covers a bunch of years of their friendship and just, like, waxing and waiting of, I guess, knowing each other. And uh, just happenstance. They keep running into each other. They become good friends. Um, and the big question this movie poses is can men and women ever just be friends which i would like to say yes harry would like to say no (laughs) he says it's not possible but you know this movie just has so much charm to it it's um it's the story of two unlikely people becoming friends and obviously eventually becoming something more but you see them be friends with each other through some really hard things in life and it's first and foremost most they are friends with each other they are there for one another and uh uh, i just love this movie and it's they're both in wrong relationships but for different reasons and they're trying to come to terms with it and it's the classic like how can you not see what's right in front of you you guys are perfect for one another and um the last scene of this movie, I think, is probably my favorite romantic scene in any movie ever. The famous Harry flagging her down at the New Year's Eve ball drop and confessing his feelings to her. I mean,
0: is this the movie know. that says you had me at hello? Is that is that this one? I've yep. never seen it. I I've never seen like any Meg Ryan rom com. Which the only Meg Ryan no. movie I've ever seen is Anastasia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Um, you know- as much as i love this movie i think you would actually hate harry i have to say i think he would drive you insane he is he's written to be this pessimistic guy who's very like men and women cannot be friends said in the voice of mike wazowski obviously which is
0: a bit like you have to suspend your disbelief a bit in this movie we cannot be friends like that kind of shit yeah yeah
2: Uh, so you have to have a little bit of uh, you got to give him a little bit of leeway
0: my question is how old is he supposed to be like when they're leaving their college he is fully like balding babe
2: He, he he is not giving 22 year old grad in the beginning of this movie if there's anything in this movie that's not believable it's that meg ryan would really end up with billy crystal but you know what yeah <laughs> gotta watch the movie it's just it's the ultimate uh friends to lovers you know storyline but um it's just it's so sweet i just absolutely love this movie and this this movie you know i ha- i also have to say this is probably the rom-com that most men say that they like i think that this can maybe this is a hot take i find that sometimes when men say this is their favorite movie that that can be a red flag i think often because they're kind of fishing to be in that rom calm, relatable like <laughs> uh realm that many of us love but um i think it's just again it's um i think it's something men think a lot about too like uh we've all had friends that we wish we could become something more with and this is girl
0: i'm so surprised you love a friends to lovers trope because every time you've dated a boy that was your friend first it's ended in flames uh, it, it's ended up not great <laughs> flames
1: <laughs> hey, flames.
2: <laughs> you know i thought i just uh i realized finally in my life you know what maybe instead of going for the men that are pining after me i should go out and make my own decisions about girl
0: things. shit Hot Hot girl
2: maybe what's easiest is not best for you lexi
0: mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. gosh you've grown so much my queen oh. Oh. <laughs>
2: we love character development
0: <sighs> you know who else
2: had some development like that hmm. sally and how harry met sally Just
0: oh saying. okay i mean sure go ahead also <laughs> sally is an underrated name bring it back it's cute it's cute okay um but you know we all aren't as sexy as meg ryan so no we <laughs> So do take it with a grain of salt here. It's hard to predict what your kids are going to look like. Uh, but it is cute. You know what? Bring it back. Okay. Let's see. I think since I guessed yours, it's only fair for you to guess mine. What's my number one, Alexis?
2: Your number one rom-com. I'm guessing, is it a period piece?
0: Oh, It's no. not. Nope. Mm. Can I have a hint? you need one? Oh my god if i give you a hint it's gonna give it away um no. i don't know well so let's see well what have we discussed so far so who's my ultimate rom-com queen um let's see what are my you know top favorite movies of all time babe i'm ashamed that i don't know this it's
2: legally blonde you don't oh, oh no okay i knew no 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 back up back up <laughs> <laughs> i even texted you just so the audience knows i must set this straight of course mm-hmm. it's legally blonde i texted her saying i will let you have legally blonde because that is your movie of oh, course yeah. i'm ashamed but no i knew i knew i was like i'm not even gonna put this on my list because it would have been on my list but it's I will a great be movie it.
0: yes it is my favorite movie of all time not just like favorite rom-com yep. favorite movie of oh. all time my mom took me out of school to see this movie <laughs> <laughs> um I don't remember like seeing any ads for it or whatever I just remember getting like a day off from school and being like fuck yeah um because you know my mom you know not a perfect woman but I will say that she tries she tries so hard and she tried really hard to make sure that I was exposed to every kind of thought process and like way of thinking early on and so when she I think when she saw this movie she could see it for what it was before a lot of people could and I Mm -hmm. I've always thought that about her so um Legally Blonde is another movie that's one that's not really an obvious rom-com, but it starts off as one, Mm -hmm. and it becomes this great story about, you know, just finding who you are, staying true to who you are, proving people wrong who who underestimate you, and then, you know, making friends, (laughs) like, it can't, it's it's like about being honest and and open and and sweet to people, and frankly, it's shaped me as a person, like, I think a lot of the, um, uh, I guess, oh, what is it? What is the word I'm like for? A lot of ethics that Elle Woods has, I I also have. And mm-hmm. it's because of this movie. And I just, I can't get over it. And it's one of the first times I ever saw a movie where it was like, hey, being a girly girl does not make you weak. It doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make you stupid. Mm-hmm. You can be anything you want to be and don't let other people tell you who you're going to be. Be mm-hmm. what you want and that's it and so it's another romantic comedy and the fact that it's about a woman falling in love with herself and realizing what she's capable of and then i will say this if it were a different time period they would have let her marry selma blair's character at the end (laughs) but they were afraid cowards they would have done it vivian and elle were meant for each other and i stand by it period
2: what is the name of the man that she actually ends up with what is his name in the movie? His name is Emmett. You know that I was an Emmett girl
0: through oh, okay. and through. Emmett is such a pointless character. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my gosh! No. And I like he's sweet. Like Luke Wilson's cute, whatever. But so cute. Um, the the only thing he really is is like her first ally. But that's not really. I don't think it's super necessary. And in the in the Broadway show they make it almost like it's him who inspires her to do something. And I'm like, I hate that because it's not.
2: (laughs) No, Uh, she does it for herself. No, I don't like that as much at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: because he's like, you can do this. You've always been able to do the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, first of all, no. And if anything, in the movie, the first person to tell her that isn't just isn't Emmett so much as like, Her female professor, that's like you're not the girl I thought you were, and that is her. her, That's the climax of the movie. Like that's where it starts to shift and change. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, that woman is is uh, married to Sarah Paulson. Did you know that? Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, there she is. Right. Um. Mm -hmm. So it's full of strong female characters. We love Jennifer Coolidge. We of course love Reese Witherspoon. Like it has all the icons. And I. And you know what? The second movie is good too, but the first one just has so much so much heart and it means so much yeah. to me like it it's you can't move it it's the ultimate movie <laughs> sorry movie.
2: no it really is and it's just uh she is just such a kind and good person to everyone and that's just what makes her so that's what makes that movie so special I think um one of my favorite scenes in that movie is actually when one of her classmates who had been mean to her up to this point um, he was like the bigger kind of nerdier one. He was asking out some girls and they were mean to him. Like, ew, I would have, you know, mm-hmm. girl, like you ever got with a guy like you. And she pretends that he had broken her heart and they had broken up and such and such. And I remember thinking like, if I were you in that situation, I would have let that man burn and just do- crash and burn right there. And I would have called it karma. Yep. You No, know she's yep. always doing the right thing, even when it's hard she doesn't tell her clients secrets even though that would have been the easy thing to do i mean there's just yeah the integrity
0: it is it's it's a movie about integrity you know being being authentic and honest and i just fucking love it because i think every woman goes through something in their life where they are underestimated or told to not be something because it's inherently feminine to do it and i think that every Because I was so in love with this movie and I watched it so many times, every time somebody underestimated me or told me I couldn't do something, I was like, fuck you. I'm going to do it now. (laughs) I will
2: literally get into Harvard Law School.
0: Yeah, I will literally do that because you told me I I wouldn't be able to. And, like, I am so thankful for that. I really am.
2: Um, Movies are important. I also have to take a moment to fully explain the ties you have to this movie. So... The sorority that Miss Emma pledged oh, in, oh, yeah. <laughs> in college, was the same sorority that I believe it was the screenwriters that they were yeah. to So a lot of the well, elements of Elle Woods, her sorority, the colors, the symbols that you see in the movie are the same as the sorority Emma was in, in college, yeah. which I find so funny because you've always loved that movie.
0: I know, and I had no oh, idea either. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I didn't even know about that when I when I joined them. And I, you know, I ultimately ended up dropping out. Sororities w- weren't mm-hmm. my life, but I did join one because I wanted <laughs> Um yeah, adult, adult can do it, maybe. We'll right. give it a try right but yeah we were um the delta gamma epsilon new chapter so delta gamma was the name of the sorority and epsilon new was the chapter and in the movie delta new is what the sorority is called because it's inspired by that specific chapter and that was such a cool thing for me to learn i literally almost died
2: we had a football player come for our commencement do you know how much more i would have liked to have those alumni present
0: really i know i I don't need the
2: athletes i want the people who wrote legally blonde please
0: well they didn't write the book they just adapted the screenplay so they like switched it around
2: good job i mean they're who i would have wanted
0: i know me too me too
2: all right lex let's hear it um so emma definitely won for best friend points because she knew what my number one was (laughs) oh my god my number one is obviously my big frat greek wedding it's an excellent oh, movie. This movie is just so wonderful. Again, it has so much heart to it. Whereas um, Legally Upon is really, you know, all about Elwoods and being a good person. Uh, this is about, uh, what is her? It's uh, Nia being a good person. So anyway, so My Big Fat Greek Wedding, it's the little summary. It's about the Portokalos family and they worry about their daughter, Tula. She is 30 and unmarried. Ooh out there and she's working at her father's restaurant called the dancing zorba's um after her job uh she asks for a job at her aunt's travel agency where she then falls in with ian miller and the story is essentially um not so much how they fell in love but what happens after they've decided to get married so this movie is wonderful but i want to talk a little bit about the making of this movie so I don't know about this. And it's it is so fun. So you love talking about female like directors and uh so the woman who starred in that movie who played Tula, she actually wrote a one-woman play about her own life and her experience marrying a Greek man and what that was like for her just like the differences in culture and the funny situations that arose and like I said made a one-woman play of it and it was going on in LA who shows up but rita wilson to this play who oh, we know as the wife of America's danny DeVito. Tom hanks oh wait yo yeah so, fuck,
0: yeah tom hanks why did you say danny devito i'm so you- stupid
2: <laughs> oh. ma'am so rita goes and sees this play and she knows that this is something special this has movie potential so she grabs her man tom hanks and says you will watch this show Tom Hanks watches the show and is like immediately, all right, we have a movie here. Let's go. So she had a lot of attention from this, uh, this show, and she was in talks with a lot of different producers about what to do. And she was very adamant about this is my story and my character and I want to play her. Well, that was a no go for a lot of people. She got a lot of, you're not pretty enough. We want our woman to be, you know, white or blonde. Um, She even had people saying, well, we would like it to be a Latino family. We want to make it something a little bit more like uh, relatable for people. And she said, well, that's tough because my story is about a Greek family, (laughs) that is my story um so she really stuck to her guns about her starring in it and for it to be about a greek family and eventually uh worked it out with tom hanks and boom we have the most beautiful wonderful movie Dude,
0: that, i didn't know, know that because mm-hmm. i was thinking the other day i was like i haven't seen her in anything else is she in anything else i don't i wouldn't she, want to be after I that
2: know, admittedly she's had some stinkers since then like she has one in rome which what some people have really really liked i think it's called one in rome but I just think my big fat Greek wedding is like her absolute crown jewel achievement.
0: Yeah. Oh no. And I always liked the makeover montage in that movie because (laughs) you know, unlike most makeover montages where it's like, wow, now she's a knockout. It's not just about her like putting on lip gloss and taking off her glasses. It's like her going through the struggle of learning how to do makeup, but bettering herself by going to school and like trying to make, you know, make something of herself that's not in the shadow of her family. And I always thought that that was, Cool. I liked that a lot. Yep. Yep.
2: Um, what else about this movie? Oh, I read that when this came out it had, you know, kind of like a small budget. that didn't really know how it was gonna do. It hits box offices and it was the number one highest grossing rom com in history when it came out. So not only not only did she, you know, get the movie that she wanted to make, but the world loved her in it. So. That's love that for her. Yeah, that's rom-com at the time.
0: That's like a that's like a movie plot within itself. Like mm-hmm. good for mm-hmm. her. And you know what? That's that's perfect. I think I I think I saw an off Broadway play with our girl Rita in it once. Along, <laughs> it was like maybe like the vagina monologues or something like that. Oh no, <laughs> it was uh Love Lost in What I Wore, which is based on a book that my mommy's read, read to me. But anyway, um. Yeah, that that movie I also had it on my list, but I took that one off cuz I was like, yeah, that's I got to give that one to Lex. Um it's so also one thing we didn't talk about, it's so fucking funny. It is so one of funny. like it's one of those movies that it is a quintessential rom-com because it marries rom- romance and comedy perfectly. I have yet to see a movie that's done it as well as this movie. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. scene with the aunt where she's like, "I found the lump on my shoulder." <laughs> and that shit gets me every time. Oh my god
2: so funny and there's just like i said there's so much it's like good humored comedy it's just it's comedy in the differences between people like no one's getting put down in this movie no one's making fun of one another it's just there's a lot of comedy in the funny situations they're in um gosh
0: it's a that. good one it's a good one and <laughs> you know what lex this was honestly like such a fun episode to do you have so many good like movie thoughts and like i love talking to people who are into movies because the way they talk about them is so fun and it's always great to go back and analyze and, and dig meaning out of movies and and you can do it with books but with with movies it almost feels richer sometimes because there's multiple elements to go from like visual and auditory and and like and and it's just a blast and you've always been somebody like i can be like let's analyze the fuck out of this random (laughs) rom-com because people don't give that much energy to romantic comedies and they are they're worthy of them and they deserve them Mm -hmm. and what's what's great about them is i think is that they they inhibit this special place that's almost like just for women like men film bros just don't see them as a rule and so it's almost like they're free from their stupid hot takes and there's not many things that are like that and and so they don't have to be the perfect film but they they're for us and I love that so much so thank you so much for being on today we got to cut it short because we've been talking a while y'all maybe this will be a two-parter we'll see. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> but I could I you know I, I don't expect anything else from you whenever you and I get talking we'll just fucking go for ages
2: <laughs> well to be a guest on my favorite podcast was an absolute <laughs> blast no i mean emma lives two hours away from me so to be able to listen to this podcast is it feels like we're hanging out and it makes me happy and i just absolutely love it so thank you so much for asking me to be
0: here yeah of course i love you so much but uh, i love you more with that tens i'm gonna leave you say bye lexi
2: Bye-bye, tens.
1: bye bye it has been so lovely having you in for our little tete a tete. If you have any further tittle tattles or salacious salutations, you may contact us on the World Wide Web at dot com, or you may follow the ladies on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at tenson tenspodcast. That's 10S. O N one zero podcast or via email at tens at gmail dot com. Until next time, ta ta and toodaloo.